What's up? It's Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Thanks for listening to the Under the Hood podcast presented by Coors Light. Stay inside and buy your Coors Light online. Find out how at get.coorslight.com. Coors Light, take time to chill. This is Under the Hood. Under the Hood podcasts are available now on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Available on your device now. This is ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. What's up and welcome in. It's Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000, the brand new ESPN Chicago app. Guest free phones, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We'll talk to you guest free in our number one, our first hour of our broadcast. I have a question for you. Simple question. And that is, when you take a look at what is happening right now, as soon as we are on the other side of this curve of COVID-19, will you be going to games? Are you going to go to games, Cubs, White Sox, the Bears? As soon as we are allowed to be able to go to games where we can go to Guaranteed Rate Field, to Wrigley Field, to um, be able to see the Bulls, the United Center, the Hawks, the United Center, will you go to those games? So I've been able to manage at home during this shelter in place. It's an adjustment for many people, but I get it. Yeah, I'd rather live and talk to you than not to be able to. I mean, talking sports with you is better than the alternative, right? Online grocery shopping is new for me, especially when you've got to wipe down your groceries that you buy on a frequent basis and not going from place to place where I want, when I want is really different. You know, leaving South shore to go to Indiana for gas and essentials and coming home right home is certainly different. Glad the gas prices are down by the way, but you and I are sports fans and we're used to being able to go to games or going to bars to see games and kick it, watching our favorite teams. But with this shelter in place, we can't do that at the moment. I would say I would like you and the rest of my friends to return to the workforce and work first as we see sports ease into our lives again. Now, one thing for sure, sports unifies all of us that enjoy this sort of entertainment. You and I have something in common. You and I both enjoy sports. We enjoy the games. We enjoy the drama, the the spoken word or the written word about sports. We enjoy the economics of sports. We enjoy the past or the present of sports. We're always going back and forth. The last dance documentaries about what happened in the past to be able to fast forward to what we see now in 2020. When we see stats and we have these arguments and these debates about players in the past, even 10 years ago, 20, 30 years ago, that's still prevalent today in 2020 because we look back find those stats and bring it forward here to 2020. So we enjoy the past and the present when it comes to sports. There's a hook for everybody that loves sports. And for me, I understand that what we're going through right now is a new temporary norm, a new temporary norm. I know baseball more than likely will return. We're already seeing the KBO league early in the morning on ESPN I think that's interesting, even though there's no fans there. Just the idea that we're seeing baseball uh, on live television again is something that 
we didn't know we when, when we'd see it. United States, overseas, wherever. But I don't expect to go rushing to guaranteed rate field to see my White Sox team or going to Miller Park, in which I love going to Miller Park at least four or five times a year to see the Brewers, or going to Wrigley Field, until I know that I'll be safe and the person next to me is going to be safe. Look, baseball is my first love, so of course, the longtime baseball fan in me misses the game. But not to lose more lives, including yours or mine, going to the game. Like, I've been going to games since the late 70s as a kid, right? So, I mean, I know what it's like. The atmosphere is different. As much as we love our glorious HD televisions now that we get, going to the bar or being in our man caves or uh, she sheds to be able to watch these games, it's cool. But the thing is, though, is that I need to know that I'm going to be safe and that you're going to be safe as well as we go through this pandemic, as we go through this COVID-19, as we talk about this with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the brand new ESPN Chicago app. As I mentioned, I really love to be able to go to games just as a fan, sometimes as media, but more times not as a fan. After all, people aren't passing out and they're not fainting. People are dying. And it's sad for me and probably should be sad for you because it's our reality right now. I can't avoid it. Like even if, if I'm trying to go through the channels looking for something, you know that at some point you're going to see that total on the right side of the screen or on the on a crawl on what's going on day by day. It's in our social media. We could be looking for something else completely on TikTok, looking for something totally different on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We're looking for something totally different, and then you see that number and you see the total and you see day by day things that are going on in our world. It's scary. Scary for me. It's sad for me more so than anything else. I've always said this, that nothing personally affects someone until something devastating happens to them or someone around them. COVID-19 does not discriminate, as we've seen. I've lost a cousin from COVID-19. And someone also in my family has COVID-19 and looks like she's going to survive, but I already lost one person. I've been saying on the air a lot, hey, you know, we're alone together and wishing you and your family well. said that a lot on shows that I've hosted here, Um, but nothing hits home more so than knowing someone close to you has passed away. It's tough, but there's a sports tie to all of this, right? Because we think about sports leagues and commissioners, Um, they are all looking for answers, because of the financial ramifications of what is happening with closed arenas and stadiums all over the world for sports. I remember calling the UIC Flames game against Augustana in March, the night that the Utah Jazz and a couple other teams had to postpone play when the game was going on, the Utah Jazz, this whole thing with Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And I remember just calling the game, but I kept looking at my phone and my phone kept blowing up about games being uh, postponed, something about COVID-19 or something's going on. And just like, what is going on here? And I'm trying to call the, I'm trying to call the game in front of me over at uh, Granderson Stadium on the campus of UIC. And I kept looking at my phone at the same time, like the 2-2 pitch, what the hell's going on? Like, I'm just like, what is going on here, right? And I remember... Uh, a couple of games having to just go through the fourth quarter, finish the game or games just stopping because of this COVID-19. I thought, 
well, this is strange. How long will this last? Many that saw this COVID-19, as far as it affects affecting you and I as sports fans, we were wondering like, wait a minute now, like this is going on now, but does this mean the NBA returns is in March? Does it return? The National Hockey League, as you're getting closer to the playoffs, just like the NBA, you're saying, like, hockey's going to return, right? And then we go through the rest of the spring and getting closer to the summer, and there's no Major League Baseball. There's no baseball. And so whether you are a huge baseball fan or not, you know the sports calendar, and you know that going to spring training school. and some of you already went to spring training but then had to stop because baseball was suspended, And so we go through April and here we are in May. There's no baseball. The only league that could start on time and has been going about their business is the National Football League. Even the XFL had to fold. But the NFL has gone about their business. They had their draft, even though they didn't have the fans in Las Vegas, but they had their draft. And they pulled off an awesome job on a virtual draft. I, you know, and I saw your tweets and I saw your Facebook messages like, oh, it's not the same. It's so sad. It's reality. It's reality for many of us. They couldn't have the, like, the thousands of fans booing and cheering picks. It was fine because it's just like any other Zoom call that you might be on from a business standpoint. Same thing, right? And it was fine. I saw this op-ed piece in the New York Times that I thought was very interesting regarding baseball and whether or not baseball is going to return anytime soon. Scott Boris wrote this from the New York times. He says in some of America's darkest moments, the country has turned to major league baseball to bring hope and normalcy back to everyday life. It happened after the attack on Pearl Harbor, when president Franklin Roosevelt issued what became known as the green light letter to commissioner Kennesaw mountain Landis. President Roosevelt wrote, I honestly feel that it would be in the best uh, for our country to keep baseball going. He even surprised the team owners by requesting more night games, not fewer as a source of relaxation and escape for weary workers coming home from their wartime shifts. And nearly 60 years later, baseball again helped reassure the nation after the September 11 attacks. In the first game back in New York, 10 days after the towers fell, Mike Piazza's home run, the eighth inning, became a sign that our healing had begun. All from Scott Boris in the op-ed piece from the New York Times. I want to point this stat out, too, which is this stat here is another hour of conversation we could have, but I'll just narrow it down to this. Boris says that in a recent study, which I found interesting, it says in a recent study, nearly 170 million people aged 12 or older identified themselves as Major League Baseball fans. The highest number in the past 25 years. The first full month of the 2020 regular season had slipped off the calendar without a pitch thrown. However, baseball can and should start up again soon to provide a release for our country desperately in need of live sports entertainment. Scott Boris, op-ed piece, New York Times. That last sentence, however, baseball can and should start up again soon to provide a release for our country desperately in need of live sports entertainment. Is that true? 
Is it true that baseball needs to start up because we need live sports entertainment? Now, listen, I understand, especially from my standpoint as a talk show host and as a fan, I'm a fan first, but doing this for a living, that we thrive on the games and we thrive on the day to day. But, you know, one thing that and maybe I'm opening up the, you know, the fourth wall a little bit for some people that do this for a living. Um, yeah, sure. I love to be able to watch the games and be able to talk to you about the Cubs and Sox and start our baseball show the way it's supposed to be started. It's supposed to start with the season starts, but we're not there yet. Um, but I think that this show, amongst others, um, have doing just fine with the storylines that we have been reading about. Yeah, yeah, you missed the live sports, but the sports storylines are still there. But I find it interesting, Boris has bent his angle on saying that we desperately are in need of live sports. So I want to ask this question to you. And Tyler, let's open the phone lines at 312-332-ESPN. 332-3776 is our phone number. A couple of questions I, would, I want to ask you. You're a sports fan. That's why you're listening to me, because I'm giving you sports content. You and I have known each other for a long time. You know where I stand. You know, Southside guy, loves baseball, loves sports. That's why I do this on a nightly basis, because I enjoy sports. I love the sports stories and the games, just like you do. But a couple of things I want to ask. One, it is Scott Boris writes when he says that... Um, that baseball can and should start up again soon to provide a release for our country desperately in need of live sports entertainment. Do you believe that is true? The other question I would ask you is this. This is the cherry on the Sunday. Tyler, open the phone lines because I want to ask this question. Will you, you, go to a major sporting event as soon as arenas and stadiums open after our shelter in place? That's the question I have for you. Will you go to a major sporting event as soon as arenas and stadiums are open? Meaning, will you go to guaranteed rate as soon as, say, if it was Mayor Lightfoot, say, if it was Governor Pritzker, and they said, we're at level five now, uh, and it's wide open for you to be able to go to games. Would you go? How soon would you go to games? Immediately? Would you, would it, would you take a little bit? Do you, would you take the season off? I'm just curious on how you approach it as a sports fan. Because many of us that look at this and watch these games are, like, are are looking at like old games from the NBA, old games from Major League Baseball, and you're like, you know, I want to get live games and live entertainment right now. So are you going to go to a sporting event as soon as the shelter in place is over? You going to Miller Park, guaranteed rate, Wrigley Field? Are you going to the United Center? How soon are you going to these games? 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. We have a poll question asking the same question uh, at ESPN1000 on Twitter. It's also my Facebook wall, facebook.com. You can connect to me there at facebook.com. Look for Jonathan Hood and, and, and comment there. But I want to get your calls on this because this is an overarching topic that we're going to have this hour regarding how you feel as a sports fan right now. It, we've, I think we've um, surpassed days start coming together. I think we're surpassed over 60 days of no live sports outside of like the horse racing in Arkansas and Tampa and all that. I'm talking about of the major sports. Uh, we've gone a while here without major sports. I'm just trying to get a, a gauge on how you feel. It's, if the shelter in place was over, would you go immediately to a venue, ballpark or arena? 
Let's talk about it. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Uh, coming up next, uh, we're going to take your phone calls on this and also get reaction of the financial ramifications of what is happening with sports, you know, and not having live sports. What is What, ha- what happens now uh, in 2020 with a lot of our live sports? We'll talk about that and get your calls in next right here on UTH. It's Under the Hood. Follow us on the gram at IGJHood and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. So once the shelter in place is lifted, will you immediately return to going to stadiums for a game? Get your thoughts on that. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Just trying to find out your gauge of how much you really are missing not just watching sports on TV uh, at the bar or at the crib, but just wondering how much you're missing being um, a, a sports fan live at Wrigley Field, guaranteed rate, being able to be at the United Center. Um, just trying to get your gauge on that. Uh, I remember, again, reading the New York Times piece from Scott Boris, the op-ed piece. He says, in a recent study, you know, nearly 170 people uh, age 12 or older identify themselves as Major League Baseball fans, and he's selling the fact that people are in need of live entertainment. Um, something else stood out in this piece as well. And again, it's just one man's opinion uh, from this uh, New York Times piece, but he says it is time again for baseball to serve Uh, the political universe, including President Trump, Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York, J.B. Pritzker of Illinois, uh, Mayor Lightfoot of Chicago have voiced an interest in the return of the game this summer. When the time is right, uh, Dr. Fauci channeling the sentiment that President Roosevelt expressed in 1942 said in a recent interview that having quote, the great American pastime be seen would help the mental health of the country. Is that going too far? The mental health of the country because of of baseball. Um, I would say the first step is um, to be able to be gainfully employed again because of so much unemployment that uh, we have seen in this country. I think that would help mental health. The second thing is, yes, the entertainment aspect. But for those of us that are into sports, yeah, you would definitely want to see it. But from my standpoint, just when when you're safe, when I'm safe, then I'm definitely down by I sit next to you and watching games. But just because a suit and tie or dress says it's open doesn't mean that I got to go right away, but I'm wondering how you feel about it. Um, because the question is once the shelter in place is lifted, will you immediately go to games, um, at a stadium or an arena? So let's get your thoughts here. Three, one, two, three, three, two ESPN. Also, we'll talk about the financial ramifications, uh, of, uh, what is going on with sports with it being closed down? It's some major cash that is being lost here every day when games are not taking place. Let me go to Dan at Orland Park. He leaves us off here on Under the Hood on ESPN 1000. Hey, Danny. Yes, sir. What's going on, brother? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I just called. I heard you ask the question, and I just I, – I don't know. I'll probably be in the minority because I do think that uh, – the political climate has people scared uh, inadvertently. But I will, whatever stadium opens except soccer, I am. Uh, I will be there. I will be there. I need live sports and I need the interaction. I need to see real human beings. And I'm sick of of having Zoom meetings. I think that uh, I am ready to. Uh, I'm ready to move to the next phase. These ridiculous phases that uh, Pritzker's putting us through. But 
what anyway, if, what if soccer I, what if what if soccer is open first? You don't you wouldn't want to go with me? I just I, I'm sorry. I just I can't take soccer. I grew up. I'm too old. I didn't grow up with soccer. <laughs> you too. You, you're too old not to. You're, you're too old not to see enough scoring, right? You want to see more scoring while you're still alive. Basically, yes. yes. <laughs> but, uh, but I, I would say. But I, I just. I know that I could be in a minority, and I, that I don't. And it's not that I don't care. I respect other people's rights. But I'm ready to. Go, I'm. I'm ready to go. If uh, White Sox game was uh, tomorrow, mm-hmm. I would be there. All right, I'm glad you checked in. Appreciate your phone call. Leaves line open, 312-332-ESPN. Don't hedge. Don't worry about you being in the minority. I'm in the minority on this show, and so is Tyler. Don't worry about that. Just, just, I just want to get how, just want to find out how you feel as a sports fan uh, about what is going on here without being able to go to a Cubs and Sox game, going to the Hawks and Bulls game at the United Center. You know, if, if it was opened up, how soon would you go? Would you go immediately, or would you take some time? Just trying to figure out your gauge on that. Three one two three three two ESPN. We're all sports fans, and we all have a certain gauge, a certain limit of how long we can stay in the house. Um, as far as not being being away from our sports teams, so I get it. I'm just I'm just very curious on how you feel about that because um, of the op-ed piece that I read. It's interesting how more and more. We get more calls and more interest in our games being able to um, be played uh, for baseball, for basketball to return, hockey as well. Dave in Bolingbrook with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000. Hey, Dave. Hey, hey, Jonathan. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for checking in, Dave. Yep. I, I just don't know if it will ever be the same. I, I mean, I can't wait to go to a some sporting event. I mean, would it be? It doesn't really matter, but. I mean, when the crowd gets into the game and you're there, it, it's so exciting. And I mean, it, it makes the hair stand up on the <laughs> back of your neck. But I don't know if that'll ever happen again because, you know, people are going to be leery of getting them close to people. And, you know, I don't know if these crowds will ever be the same, you know, these games will ever be the same. Well, you never can say never, Dave. I mean, you know what we're going through now. It doesn't mean that that's exactly how it's going to be two or three years ago. But during this time, yeah, it is, is going to be a little bit different. Um, I see NASCAR is opening up. I wonder, is Joliet going to be open this year, or are they closed? I, I really don't know. Yeah, I was I was because uh, I, I saw I was talking to and I appreciate your phone call. We talked to Ryan McGee over the weekend about this, um, and he said that you know they're going to be rushing through and have a lot of races, kind of kind of what the UFC is trying to do is have like a lot of events at one time if they can. Um, so you know, but you know the way Dave feels, Dave feels like we're never going to it's not going to be the same, and I, I don't think that we'll get to the point where it's always going to be separation from all of us. Um, but then again, with this COVID-19, you never know. This is why it's all, it's ever changing. Uh, when every time we see the news and so, you know, (laughs) here's the thing, like Dan said, Dan says, you know what? I'm tired of zoom meetings. I'm ready to be able to go out and to go to games. That's great. Um, and if you go to this Facebook wall, facebook.com, Jonathan hood, um, you know, I don't think Dan or Dave is in the minority at all. Have you seen this Tyler? I mean, have you perused the, uh, the Facebook wall, um, a lot of people on here, I would say, I haven't counted all the, the votes yet, but on Facebook, I'd say 70% of people say, yeah, 
as soon as the shelter in place is over, they're ready to go to Wrigley Field to guaranteed rate or whatever stadium they can to watch a game. I think on the Twitter poll, too, you're getting almost the opposite. Most yeah. of them are saying no. So it's interesting. The the Facebook-Twitter dynamic we've got going on right now. Always. <laughs> Always, right? <laughs> so, we're, we're, so we're at 58% said, said no, that when the... Uh, when the shelter in place is lifted, uh, they will not immediately return to stadiums. 58% say no, and I would say at least, I think it's getting close to 75% of people saying yes. And and again, I'm not judging either way. I'm just trying to gauge on how much uh, you are missing uh, live sports. Um, and again, I'm looking at here like a, an old Dallas-Miami uh, game. It's cool to be able to reflect back on some of this stuff. But yeah, when when it's time, I'm all for it. But I'm not trying to to die, and I don't want you to die either because you just need live sports. That's all I'm saying. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Coming up next, uh, we'll talk about the financial um, aspect of this. Lost tourism money, the technology impacting uh, what's going on with the revenue not being around, the impact on the NBA, uh, Major League Baseball, and more. We'll talk about that with a, um, a sports business uh, person that can really give us some insight uh, on what is going on. And I want to get more of your calls on this as well. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. How do you feel as a sports fan? If you're listening to the show, you're a sports fan. Are you good with it? You, are you ready to go? You ready to go to the games? Or are you willing to wait a little bit? Let me get your thoughts on that right here on Under the Hood. You're listening to Under the Hood. Get the ESPN Chicago app for podcasts and the live stream from anywhere, anywhere, anywhere. Download in the app store today. This is ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Yeah, the poll's up at ESPN 1000 on Twitter. Once the shelter in place is lifted, will you immediately return to going to stadiums for a game? 59% of you on Twitter say no. Now, I'd say 75% of people on my Facebook wall say yes. How about this, Tyler, as a question? You ready for this? Carm, the, for, the forgotten Gen Xer. I thought that was me. I thought I was a forgotten Gen Xer. None, nonetheless, Carm says that I, I'm at work. He said, I'd love to call, but I can't. He says, my question in regards to the op-ed that I read on the air, talking about Scott Boris from the New York Times um, today, does Scott Boris make more money or less if baseball returns? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty self-explanatory question, right? <laughs> right, right. It's I one think of those he... questions where you say it out loud, just just say it out loud to yourself, yeah, and then think about it again. Yeah, I mean, either way, Carm, he's fine. Yeah, <laughs> he's... He, he made what a, a billion dollars in negotiation this uh, off season too. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, he's fine. rolling in it. Yeah, he's fine. Either way, Carm, the answer to that question is either way, he's fine. Um, but. I know I, you can see Carm's point, right? Yeah. He writes an op-ed trying to push baseball along. He was on a show that I was hosting like uh, two or three weeks ago on ESPN Radio on the on the weekend, and Boris is trying to come up with these grandiose ideas on how the World Series could be in one stadium. I think we talked about this on the show, as a matter of fact. How how baseball could be like the Final Four and uh, being one venue, one arena where fans could just go across the country or whatever, you know, um, and, and be there for a seven-game series, something like that. But he's trying to find ways to get baseball back and make it make it safe. That's why, I mean, it's one of the reasons why he wrote that piece. Yeah, it's good for his bottom line, um, and he wants to be noticed in this regard. So it's interesting. 
312-332-ESPN is our phone number. Max in Elk Grove with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000. Hey, Max. Hey, what's going on, Jay Hood, Tyler? What's up, brother? Um, I just wanted to talk to you about the question you were posing. Um, I'm a Cubs season ticket holder, and there was a lot of nonsense going on about refund. And I just want to say that finally got the refund through May, mm-hmm. but I'm not too excited to go to Cubs games. If they happen to lift this, say, the end of summer, I'm not too much in a hurry to go. Mm. So uh, would you go at all this year, or you want to wait until you see more about the curve? Um, I honestly think I'm going to. I'm probably not going to go this year. If they were to give us the end of summer and let fans in Wrigley, I would probably not go, which is really surprising for me. I'm, you know, I've been a huge fan, just like all of us growing up. Um, but the loss of sports the last two months, hasn't really impacted me the way I thought it would. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's hits home the more and more we see and hear about it, right? It does. It really makes you think about certain other things. You know, I hate to use the cliche, it puts you in a perspective, but I think it really does. Yeah. Well, Max, I'm glad you checked in. It's a good point. I appreciate your phone call. Uh, looking on the Facebook wall, facebook.com. Steve Goldman says, if scientists and healthcare professionals believe it is safe or at least as safe as uh, as it's going to be, then he certainly will go to games. Um, Gregory says, no, but I would think about it depending on the social distancing policies. Ken Shirilla says, nope, uh, just like the Army movies, you'll never see me wanting to walk point. I guess meaning that he's not interested in going to those games at all. Uh, Jim says, no vaccine, hard pass. Uh, Larry in Norwich with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000. Hello, Larry. Yeah, Jonathan, Tyler, how you doing? First time caller. Great Thanks, show. Larry. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm a die-hard cup fan. I live in die-cubby blue. But it's, I mean, we could have box seats right behind the dugout, but you don't know if the gentleman or the lady or the child next to you, God forbid, is, is carrying something. And, and you know, it's just not worth losing your life or, or, or getting ill over this. I mean, we're all missing sports. There's no question. Yeah. But it's you, you, you just can't take that chance. All the money in the world doesn't, you know, your life is the most important thing. And and, and I, I don't know, maybe I'd wait till the curve is a little better, but I wouldn't go immediately. You know, if they opened up Memorial Day weekend, let's say, you know, I'm not going to rush out to, to the ballpark on Memorial Day. 40,000 people. I, it's just, it's, it's just, it's too risky. It's, it's just is. Um, I, I don't know what other things we can do, but it's just too risky. That's my opinion. All right, Larry, glad you checked in. Appreciate your phone call. Uh, if you're looking for me, more than likely I'll be at the bar or I'm going to be in my own hood cave until we know that it's safe. I'm just not going to just rush out just because, you know, suits and ties and dresses tell me to rush out because, yes, scientists, it, those are the ones that I listen to the, the, the most because that's their expertise. However, you know, just kind of like going to a party, right? Tyler, you go to a party and the plugger says it starts at nine. Are you there at eight fifty nine? No. Or are you no. there at eleven? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if that, right? <laughs> right. Well, same thing here. Like if they open up, and I keep reading about how it could open up. Uh, you know, the Fourth of July weekend. I'm looking at my calendar here. That'd be a hell of a weekend if they were to start because the Fourth of July is on a Saturday. So say it's that weekend. Say it's the the third on that Friday. And then it, it then you wraps around for Independence Day weekend. All right, cool. I'm not going on the 4th. Right. I I'm, I might not go at all. My my stance on this is the following. What do you lose from being wrong? If you are indeed wrong, what do you lose? Nothing. 
Nothing. Because the games are going to be on TV. You'll still get to experience them in that capacity. And your fandom is still going to continue. I mean, you're still going to get great sporting events. You don't have to go in person. Now, if you want to, to each their own. But my stance is, what do you lose if you and I are wrong? Right? Right. right. Absolutely. Like, again, just because it could open in July doesn't mean I got to be there as soon as they open the gates. I'll be there when I get there. I get there. I, I, same thing with the party. Like a, a nine o'clock party, I'm getting there eleven thirty or twelve. Especially when I was single, because because <laughs> there's a lot of people that were intoxicated, and then you had your pick of the litter. <laughs> then you could then you could start cleaning up. That's what you could do at that oh, point. Hood. <laughs> I'm just saying, the old player book open there for You're you. Taking Tommy. me back to the Q days now. <laughs> there you go. Three one two three three two ESPN is our phone number. Uh, Patrick in Tinley Park with Jonathan Hood here on ESPN One Thousand. Hey Pat. Hey, how we doing, guys? Good. Appreciate Thanks. you uh, taking the phone call. Yes, sir. So you, you hear our conversation. Look, I, you know, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just trying to figure out how antsy everybody is to to get back to sports, or you know, how soon do you want to get back into the to watching games live in stadiums? We all know how sports brings it galvanizes the country together, but mm-hmm. it's going to take time to fill the stadiums, but. There's two things, you know, I can't think of another analogy, but I was just driving and I stopped at a red light mm-hmm. and then a green, go. Everyone knows that. I feel like it's up to the citizens, and today I actually got uh, test results back for my COVID testing, and I'm negative. Tomorrow, I feel like I can go to a game, and I feel that as a citizen, you should think about, I got a ticket to the game. I recently got tested. I might be positive or, you know, other factors that, you know, the stadium might not be filled all the way, but at least fans are going that feel comfortable and that are looking out for uh, each other. And if you uh, have been in contact with someone, don't go to a stadium. Mm -hmm. Look out for your fellow American citizen. And you will get through this together and uh what an unprecedented time but man we would all love sports to be back yeah oh no question about it especially when we believe everybody is healthy enough to be able to go to games and can sit next to your neighbor because you're right it's galvanizing and i appreciate your phone call it brings everybody together so that's that's one thing for sure about sports i mentioned this earlier it doesn't matter what side of the aisle that you're on. doesn't matter where you're from. If you all have something in common when it comes to sports, then it brings everybody together. There's no question. It's like going to a Bears game at Soldier Field and seeing Cubs and Sox and Blackhawks and Bulls fans together. Well, I mean, it's all about the Bears, and that brings everybody together. It doesn't matter if you're a Cubs or Sox fan in that case or where you're from or what your economic background is. It brings everyone together. Same thing like going to a game. You talk to strangers because you both are in the same ballpark or same arena. It's, it's interesting how that works with sports. Some thoughts from Patrick Risch. He's uh, a Washington University St. Louis sports business uh, expert. And Freddie Coleman and I talked to him on uh, Friday night uh, right here on ESPN 1000. A couple of things that stood out under our conversation. So we talked about the money aspect, right? Because... Again, it's just, it's huge for a lot of these teams, even though they're you know they've got billions of dollars, millions of dollars, revenue is being lost. So I asked 
Um, a couple of questions. First, as far as the NBA is concerned, uh, with no NBA at this point in time, what is the impact on the league uh, without games taking place? With the NBA, if they play the you know, missing the regular season games that they're going to miss uh, with no fans, that's about $518 million, guys, in fan spending on tickets and game day spending at the arena. And then in terms of the media impact, but keep in mind the NBA saw a huge spike in their media deal a couple of years ago, which is why the, the salary caps went up so much. So they get $2.6 billion annually, the NBA, in media revenue. Well, if they miss the rest of their regular season, we're looking at approximately $546 million in lost media revenue. So uh, this is the reason why they want to play those games. And, and clearly the NFL numbers would be even larger. Um, Again, the benefit, even with the NBA and the NHL, there's no reason they couldn't push their seasons, and they already are planning on pushing those seasons deep into the summer and maybe even concluding in September because they realize we'd rather do that and take a break October, November, and then start up, let's say, in December for both the NBA and the NHL. Under the Hood with Jonathan Hood on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. Patrick Rishi, um, Patrick Rish also talked about uh, the football aspect of things. How much money could be lost without football? Yeah, we know that football is king in this country. And when you look at the numbers, you look at the, obviously the media revenue in football is greater than any of the other leagues. Uh, the, the ticket revenue, the ad revenue that the networks generate. My rough estimate would be that not only would you see more than a doubling of that $12 billion, but possibly a tripling. So we're talking maybe something north of billion. However, that being said, the one saving grace that I think we all recognize is that both professional and college football have a little bit more of a runway, not only right now for the summer, but there's nothing that says that these sports couldn't start later in the fall, maybe even in the winter. And of course, college sports is talking about starting in the spring. So Patrick Rich, Washington University, St. Louis sports business uh, expert uh, and analyst, was uh, with Freddie Coleman and me uh, on Friday talking about that. I, I want to be able f- for you to hear some of that because when you start reading or hearing me or others talk about how baseball's right around the corner, as soon as we get on the other side of this curve, they're looking at certain dates in June or July for this to be done. Uh, it's all about finance and that's a whole different conversation for us to have on what's more important lives or finance that's a whole different conversation on sports revenue what's more important butts in seats or lives but you could see that there's a lot of money that is going to be lost here um and on the college football side of things i don't know if college football starts or the nfl starts on time but from it would really hurt college football in small town U where their whole revenue base is based on the amount of money that they make for those games in college football and for college basketball as well. And Tyler, we had the, um, the CEO of the um, little league world series on Friday uh, and the amount of money that's lost from Williamsport, right? I mean, it is a ton that their whole financial backing, the revenue stream that comes in from the Little League World Series, because there's teams from all over the world that come there, right? All of the revenue that they get from merchandise and bars and restaurants in that area, that's all wiped away over 
well over $150 million that was spent in that, in that area is gone because they had to cancel the Little League World Series. And guess what? They're not alone, too, because as big as Little League and the Little League World Series is, there's also, think about that Cooperstown tournament, which is such a big thing for kids as well. I mean, little baseball town Cooperstown in the middle of nowhere, New York, that it, it depends on two or maybe, I guess three weekends because I think the, the Cooperstown tournament is spread out a little bit. There's mm-hmm. two variations of it. But there's that and then there's the Hall of Fame induction weekend. They're going to get none of that. And this yeah. is a small town. Not to mention the fact that your main attraction in said small town closed. So... Yeah. It's it's tough for a lot of these small towns and small businesses in these, especially the small college towns. And Cooperstown falls right in line with that. And, that, and that's why we want you to hear from Patrick Risch, because it just really hits home, you know, why there's so many to try and get sports back because of the lost revenue, not just only to satiate us as sports fans so we can have our entertainment, but from a financial standpoint, what's being lost here. Yeah, they make millions and billions of dollars, but what, you know, when you're rich, you don't want to lose money. When you're poor, you don't want to lose money. So the same thing here with these business guys. More in a moment right here on Under the Hood. It's Under the Hood. Follow us on the ground at IGJHood and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Column on my Facebook wall, Facebook.com, says, now I'm not going to jump the gun. We'll definitely watch on the tube. I consider a golf tournament maybe since there's more space to work with. But otherwise, no, I'm not going to be going to uh, games at Wrigley or uh, going to guaranteed rate field. David Hochberg, you know that name, Tyler? Uh, David Hochberg says, not until there's a vaccine, uh, according to David Hochberg. Where do I know that name? Hmm. Uh, Bob Pollard says, nope, I've got my HD smart TV. I prefer to watch the games at the house. Uh, Matthew Cummings says, not a chance. Uh, a junior at my daughter's high school died of COVID-19 this past weekend. Need a vaccine and or herd immunity uh, before I go again. Uh, D. Curtis Randall says, yes, I'm going. I'm, I'll, be, I'll be there with a mask. Um, Lindsay says, I hope so. Basketball needs spirit, right? So that's on my Facebook wall, facebook.com. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number here on Under the Hood. As we ask the question to you, you know, once the shelter in place is lifted, will you immediately return to going to games um, at stadiums? 58% of you on Twitter say no. Uh, so we'll get your your thoughts on that. We um, let me get to Rocco's Rocco in Bucktown. I've been waiting for his call. Let me get to Rocco on ESPN One Thousand. Hey, Rock. Good evening, gentlemen. How are you? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. What are you um, thinking? You know, two two things to consider, right? So I think if you uh, have uh, season tickets to the Bulls or the Hawks right now, you hope there isn't a season and it's canceled, and then you're refunded your money. Right, because <laughs> right, um, they're terrible, right? <laughs> right. But, but, but I think an, an, another interesting fact, you know, if, if you watched Pritzker's press conference yesterday, clearly we aren't having anything live sports until there is a vaccine, right? That's within the phase five. But what might be interesting is take a state and think about Jerry Jones in Texas. Mm-hmm. Let's say that state's open and the Cowboys can play in their stadium. Is this going to be an NFL decision to play in front of fans or is it going to be state by state? So I was just thinking about that and wanted to hear your perspective and, and thoughts on that. You know, Rocco, it sounds like state by state, but you remember when this all opened, right? I mean, first, New York, Chicago, 
Seattle was just a petri dish for it. And that whole state of Washington, huge, right? And I was thinking, all right, so if the NFL say it wants to start on time, and the NFL has been striding now, they, they're giving you your draft, they're giving you your free agency, they've been on time uh, for the most part on all the things they want to do. Now, um, there are some sta- there's some states, as you well know, that are open. What about those that are closed are still going through it where the numbers are still going up? Are those are those teams do they have to play in other cities, other stadiums that don't have this pandemic as much? Do, do the do the um, do the Seahawks play in Boise, you know, in Montana, where where the numbers are really low? That's a good question. It's a very good question. Yeah, and and, and I think part two of that is who do you listen to? Right? Is it the state of Illinois scientists? Is it Texas? Is it Indiana? Is it Wisconsin? Right? You know, roll, roll a dice. Yeah, throw a no. dart. No. No, you're right. So, you're right. I, I, anyway, I, hey, I just wanted to call and love you guys. Thank you so much for just giving us something to discuss, other than you know the obvious. Okay. Yeah, absolutely, Rock. I appreciate your phone call. Yeah, there's always going to be a sports tie um, for me because I'm just wondering, like, when will we be able to come back? And I will say this: when it comes to um, who to listen to. Well, I'm going to listen to scientists, and that is, is, it's not state-by-state state scientists. It's just those that, are, that know more about this than me, more than shirts and ties and skirts that are political figures. They can be given the information, but they, they haven't studied this stuff. And I, I've, I've said this many times, and I don't, I don't delve into the, the politics uh, at, very often at all on the show because you're here for sports. But just I, I've never been just one to be able to just be um, in love with speeches, right? Just because someone has a great speech, just because someone has a great catchphrase doesn't necessarily mean it sways me one way or the other. Um, me, as an American citizen, I got to take care of my family. I got to look out for you as my friend and hope that everything is good with you, even if we disagree. I, I'm totally fine with that because, hey, I, I, I want to be able to have more opinions than just my own. I don't want to be in an echo chamber ever in this in my career or in my life. Love to be able to have different opinions and mix it up and do that. Um, but the idea that you're just going to lean on somebody's catchphrase or or a blue or a red color that's never been me. Just just it doesn't make sense to me. What I will lean on is facts and those that know more than me when it comes to facts like what we're going through right now. So that's that's just the way I've always looked at it. Um, you know, from my standpoint, you know who we had on last night that was great. And we always tell you to download the ESPN Chicago app. doesn't matter if you have a flip phone, if you're an Android person, you're like, I can't get this app. Yes, you can for Android users and also for iPhone users. Put this on your iPhone, your iPad. Um, you can get the ESPN Chicago app. The reason why is because if you don't get a chance to hear all three hours of my show weeknights at seven, it's cool. It's all right. We're all busy, right? Doing something. So you could always go back late night, early morning, and check out Under the Hood. We had Ahmad Rashad on, the iconic Ahmad Rashad, you know, inside stuff, covered the NBA for NBC. Ahmad Rashad was a great guest yesterday. Let me give you a little sample of what he talked about. One of the things that Ahmad talked to me about, because he was featured prominently on the Last Dance documentary uh, over the weekend. So I asked him a, a couple of questions, but one I asked him is, um, why? Now, does Michael Jordan, why does he want to be in this documentary? Why, did, why is the documentary released now, here in 2020? In agreeing to do, and I had a conversation when he agreed to do this thing, by 
taking this footage and letting them have the access, it was something that you were going to forever have. You have a, and, and, and I think Adam Silver said it best that, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to end up having a, some footage of that whole last year. Now, you can do whatever you want to do with it. And then just, you know, as time goes by and Michael became more and more comfortable with it, it's like, yeah, okay, let's take a look at it. Let's do something with it. Let's take a look at it. What you won't see is him explaining any of it. It's like you, you, you got what you see. That's what it was. And, and I think that it's, it, it's really pretty cool because there are so many people that really don't know what that whole era was about. They don't know anything about the six championships that, that this man uh, was on a team to do that. And so to get a chance to look back at it and see it from a view that no one has ever seen is, is a lot of fun. It's, it's pretty cool. So some thoughts there from Ahmad Rashad. That whole interview is on the Under the Hood tab. You can check out my podcast or shows that you might have missed on the ESPN Chicago app. Some of it's on my Instagram as well, IGJ Hood, some of the, our conversation. But it was really fun to hear from Ahmad Rashad about the last dance. Well, a legend uh, passed away yesterday in high school basketball. Sonny Cox, longtime King coach, passed away. We hear from one of his former players in two minutes right here on UTH.